genre. What about Lethal Weapon? No. You've seen Die Hard, though. No. Bad Boys 2? No. You ain't seen Bad Boys 2. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, uh, the daily podcast that is currently on hiatus as we prepare to discuss hot fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And uh, we are here to talk about Bad Boys 2. We, the we've come seminal to seminal action, <laughs> action film uh, that is uh, talked about in Hot Fuzz and referenced repeatedly in hot fuzz and um i would say is is a major visual influence on the movie much more so than uh the previous movie we talked about in the summer series point break yeah yeah definitely um so yeah i guess uh to preface this i have never seen bad boys one i still haven't uh and i had never seen bad boys two and so I just watched Bad Boys 2, and I can say from experience, there is absolutely no need to watch Bad Boys. You can just watch Bad Boys 2, <laughs> because I didn't need to know anything from the first Bad Boys to watch Bad Boys 2. Yep, everything, everything you could infer about Bad Boys, Scott, I, I, I would bet you you'd be correct. All right. About, you know, what... what yeah, it really, I mean, as someone who has seen, I guess, both of them, yeah, the first Bad Boys is almost comically small when compared to its sequel. It really is like a classic. It's uh, like a, it's a real Terminator, Terminator 2 situation. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I would say that's doing a real disservice to the Terminator. It's, it, <laughs> I get, because, you know, the Bad Boys was just a buddy cop, a kind of a redundant kind of whatever buddy cop movie that had Michael Bay, his first movie, and then the chemistry of Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. And it's like, oh, this was more fun than it could have been. And then Bad Boys 2 became what we now, you know, associate the whole franchise with and Michael Bay with. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah I would- so this came out and, um, I mean, I had just zero interest i didn't realize this came out in 2003 yeah this came out like the same summer as like finding nemo too fast too furious bruce almighty x2 x2 that was like the first that was like the first or second summer where i came online so to speak as a film yeah 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 so i uh i just i i just did not i didn't see this yeah this was Uh, so not where you were at (laughs) No, no, because as we've established, like action movies were just not my thing. Yeah. Uh, ne- never really have been. And, uh, you know, I saw both Die Hard and Lethal Weapon like very late in mm-hmm. my uh, like really like I think I think I, I don't think I saw those until I was in my 20s. Sure. Um, 
So like just action movies, just in general, I just assumed all of them were not for me because the ones that I, the few that I had seen, I, I just didn't, uh, the few that I had seen, I just didn't, they just didn't do anything for me. Uh, so I just assumed that the whole genre was not for me. So I didn't watch any of them. Um, and, uh, that's kind of, uh, where I was. Uh, and you said you, 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 I mean, this is like right in your wheelhouse, right? Like this is. So I first saw bad boys Two. I did not see bad boys Two in the theater because it is, it is very rated R and I was very underage at the time. Oh, right. Yeah. But I will always remember, I, I won't remember what movie it was, but I remember sitting in a movie theater in 2003 and seeing the teaser trailer for bad boys two opens with the clan rally with the white yep, power. I remember the, that. Yeah. 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 And so I, I'm fairly certain it premiered during TRL and that was the first oh, time man. I saw it. That's yeah. Great. Uh, I like the, you, you were watching TRL. Yes. Uh, yes. So just, yeah, just to kind of, I want to gauge where Scott was. He was like, not bad boys too, but he wasn't like too cool for TRL. He's, he wasn't. Yeah, like, no, I watched TRL every day cause it, yeah. it started right after I got home from school. So yeah. I would put it on. Mm-hmm. And just sort of like absentmindedly watch it while I was like eating after yeah, school. Yeah, you weren't food. you weren't Judy from Doug. You weren't like damn the man. No, 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 okay. not at all. But yeah, but I will never forget the part in the trailer where Will Smith throws off his clan robes, and it's Will Smith, and he's got two guns, and it's this, and just as a kid, being like that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. What mm-hmm. the heck is Bad Boys? Because. Bad Boys came out in 95. I was like, Bad, Boy, Bad Boys was definitely not on my radar. Very th- very few things that weren't cartoons were on my radar back then. Uh, sure. And then, yeah, so I, I definitely I also saw Bad Boys 2 before Bad Boys because I read, I think I was like on cable one day and I pressed info on Bad Boys and it's like, they have to pretend to be each other. And I was like, no, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I did watch this probably on HBO around middle school times. Uh, which is kind of the perfect time to watch Bad Boys 2 because it is kind of the worst, most carnal parts of like an adolescent brain being like let loose, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would say, I would say Michael Bay is the, uh, is the, uh, what? Saint, the, yeah, Saint, the, the, the demon. The, yeah, the saint, the saint of uh, of of male adolescence. <laughs> yeah, and Middle, and that's uh, yeah, saint twelve year old. Um, mm-hmm. Saint yeah. Xbox Live. Yes. Oh God. Well, yeah, like uh, every, yeah. Well, no, well, yeah. Well, so so what were your so this was your first time watching it? Yeah. Um, and I'll say this. I will. I will say this. I will give this movie credit where where it's due. It is a two and a half hour movie and it never, ever, ever, ever feels like a two and a half hour movie. It feels mm-hmm. like a 90 minute movie to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I watched it and uh, like I was watching it with uh, with Bethany, my girlfriend. And, wow. Uh, yeah, we were watching it. Well, she had seen it before. Um, wow. She grew she grew up watching this movie. Um, that's not I'm not going to not going to do a rule of threes, but that's awesome. Uh yeah, so she um she was uh watching it with me and uh we were getting toward the end and I was like I was like 
I was like, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's still got a, a half hour left. And she was like, um, she was like, how long is this? And I was like, two and a half hours. She's like, this movie is two and a half hours. Like, it just doesn't yeah. feel like it at all. He just um, had that much stuff to blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is uh, it's it's a pretty uh, it's a really well paced movie for a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, um, I, I will say even, Transformers. Michael Bay could have learned a thing or two from Bad Boys Do Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, even not even Infinity War is as well paced as this movie is. Yeah. Um, to be totally honest. Uh, so, um, so there's that, uh, the action sequences in this are so absurdly over the top that Bethany and I were just laughing hysterical during Mm -hmm. them. Um, that, that opening, um, opening it's like 30 minutes into the movie but like <laughs> that 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 car seat the the ch- car chase sequence oh yeah definitely uh with the with the trailer with the other cars, cars that are falling yeah. out of the trailer tra- and and becoming obstacles um that entire sequence that like starts in the parking garage and ends on the bridge uh or no it doesn't even end on the bridge it ends in like a street and like a crazy shootout where I at the minimum there had to have been like a hundred innocent casualties in that shootout. Yeah, and uh, it's so there is no lead up to it. It just no. keeps it keeps going and going. And sometimes you catch yourself and you're like, oh my god, this started with them like bumping into these low level criminals. Yeah, and it, now it's yeah. like this Peter Griffin chicken fight of a car chase. Oh yeah, no, it's absolutely. It's bonkers. It's a 25 minute sequence, you know, like yeah. that, just that one sequence. And it's just a nonstop action sequence, 25 and, minutes. And they don't learn anything. It, it's no. not a big like rabbit's foot, you know, like we need to, they're just getting, they're just like, those, those, are the, those are the bad guys. We need to catch them. Yeah. Oh man. There's a lot of, the thing that Bethany kept pointing out was like, there's a lot of, a lot of lines where. Uh, Martin Lawrence and uh, and and Will, Will Smith. Smith are both being like, uh, let's just let's just shoot the fuckers. Like we'll just shoot them. They're bad guys. We'll shoot them. Yeah. Just kill them. Fuck them. Yeah. We'll kill murder them. Yeah. It's crazy. It, uh, like this. She, this is, she pointed yeah. out that like you'd never be able to do that in a cop movie today. Like that's, no. That's no. why you can't really make a Bad Boys three. I mean, they're going to try without Michael Bay somehow. Uh, but sure, yeah. Which is just insane to me. I don't even know why. Like, why bother? Like yeah. at that point, who wants y- that? You know, I I'm not going to. I feel uncomfortable saying that anyone involved with making this movie is a bad person. Of yeah. course, of course, I would be uncomfortable saying that because I don't, I don't know any of them, um, and you know, but I, th- I think I just really feel like Bad Boys Two has has a bad heart. <laughs> I think Bad Boys Two is a bad person. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, I mean, this movie is this is I, I mean, literally, I've seen movies about you know, gay people who are attacked and beaten to death. And I still think this is the most homophobic movie I have ever seen. Yeah. It, I, it might it, be the most homophobic movie that exists. Because it, it, it's all in the language and it's all in the, the text of the, 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 the texture of the universe is mm-hmm. 
you know, men do not do this. We do not hold hands. We do not express affection. Gay people mm-hmm. are, are are sketch comedy characters. Mm-hmm. And what is so interesting is someone, because I have seen a lot of Michael Bay movies and I've seen a couple a few times, is he just does have a, I, I don't know, he has a voice. He has like cons- a consistent voice throughout all of his movies. And it's it it is a very uniquely mean-spirited kind of more twisted than i think it realizes like because like the scene where they're in a morgue and they're just like oh look at this naked dead girl like it's like they don't i don't think the movie gets how effed up how what what show am i on how 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 fucked up this is you know yeah yeah (laughs) it's like no it's completely fucked up yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to be like, oh, sick, bro, look how gross this is, bro, they're in a more, oh, look at the dead lady, he's got dead boobs, and- Oh, it's it, so hilarious that he's gonna throw up because there's dead bodies here, what a fucking pussy. Yeah, and like, I'm watching this, and I, I don't think I ever really got it until now, but Mike Lowry is essentially Optimus Prime in the Michael Bay Transformers movies. Who? Which one is that? Mike Lowry is, is, is uh, Will Smith. Okay, uh, I don't. I don't know that they ever said each other's names. They do. Uh, they did. <laughs> they do a lot in the first one. Oh, okay. And that's how I remember because because like he has to pretend to be Mike Lowry. So every line of dialogue, more and more, it's like, all right, I'm Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. What would Mike Lowry do? And so it's just like, I'm already a guy that's predisposed to remember stupid shit like that. So, um, <laughs> all right. Why would they? Why would they name them Mike and Marcus? That's <laughs> because I think it was the first ones they typed in. Oh man. I think it Yikes. was like Marcus Mike done. Yeah. But but yeah, but but so like in the in the, the and I I cuz like I you know the Transformers movies came out right as I was in high school leaving high school so like I saw all of them as they came out cuz you know I was a teenage guy it was that was my that was it was made for me. And you know, Optimus Prime in those movies is like a bully, <laughs> is like mean spirited, does not show mercy to his enemies, uh, kills out is of anger. Right? Kills out of anger. Uh, really? I remember, yeah, I remember very in Optimus and in, in Optimus Three and Transformers Three. The main villain is like, "Please don't kill me. I'm sorry." And Optimus is like, "Get fucked" or something, and he like shoots him in the face. And wow. And watching Bad Boys Two. I'm I'm seeing like Mike Lowry be like you know I'm gonna play with this dead guy I just shot or like you you're not shooting good enough or like good thing those those bad guys are dead and I'm like it, it, he's kind of optimist he's kind of he has he has a there is a Michael Bayian protagonist in the same way that you could say that there is a consistent Tim Burton protagonist or Edgar Wright protagonist mm. which is like yeah. a big alpha male bully that gets what he wants yeah yeah uh, yeah I mean it's uh, I don't, yeah, mean spirited is, uh, I think definitely where this is at and it, and you're right. Like it's not aware of how mean spirited it is. It's just having a good time. Like the way that, you know, the, the fucking jock assholes in high school would like make fun of the autistic kid and be like, ha ha, ah, great times, you We're know, all having and, like, fun. Yeah, they never they it never they never even crosses their mind that there's anything like this movie is what is the world that people who complain about SJWs this is the world they want to live in. Yes, yeah, like bad the, boys the, too. Like this is their world made pure. Yeah, yeah. This it's is, a world where everyone's cool with this. Yeah, bad boys two is the anti SJW. 
Yeah, and and you know, and yeah, the filmmaking is still. I mean, this is his masterpiece. I think Pain and Gain is his best movie, but I think this is the ultimate distillation of what Michael Bay was and is and was capable of. Because yeah, like the action sequences are f- incredible, and mm-hmm. there are shots of this movie that are so gorgeous. And uh, and yeah, I think that the chemistry between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith is the movie secret sauce. I think I, I just always enjoy coming back to these characters as awful as they are, you know, it kind of like the same part of me that gets a kind of guilty kick out of watching entourage or, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, yeah. Kind of, I, yeah. And there's it definitely, line, yeah, it definitely shares a lot with entourage for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's, that is definitely there. Um, uh, I, I would, think, yeah. I would argue I would argue that this movie is nowhere near as smartly written as Entourage could be. Uh, yeah, at, at its best, at it, like its best, yeah. the golden period of it. Right, right. Um, which was not the majority of the show, but yeah, like, it right. was the thing that kept me going throughout that show. Was that every once in a while they do an arc or an episode that was like, oh, that was actually really good. I think it was after they made Medellin. Yeah, I think that that was my like. Oh, they're gonna keep doing this. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I so uh, you know it's I enjoyed myself while I'm watching it, but I while I was watching it from a pure just like you know I mean this is the kind of movie when people say you got to take your brain out. I I mean yeah you gotta like take, I, you gotta turn your soul off almost yeah you have to turn your soul off to watch this yeah um, yeah uh, yeah because like yeah who, there are there are moments that are funny like it's funny when like like there's good lines like when Martin Lawrence is like he wakes up early for this like you don't get it like this is, this is fun but it's what it's <laughs> what it's about is terrifying yeah. uh, young Michael Shannon as a, mm-hmm. as like a drugged up white supremacist. Yeah. Loser. The whole time uh, I was watching it, I was like, I'm I, I like it because I I know now that this paid for his like life of living in Chicago doing theater for like ten other ten years. Oh, uh, Michael uh, Shannon? Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is how yeah. did it. Good for him. <laughs> uh Joe Pant Pantaleona Great. Joey Pants. Uh yeah, no, he's he's great. Uh his wig was questionable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's rough. And then, like, there's just little things that would really just drive me nuts. Like how they make a really strong point to show that he makes his detectives take off their shoes to go into his office. Mm -hmm. But then later they go to his house and they don't have to take off their shoes. And I'm like, wait, wait. So you're telling me he cares more about his office at work than he does about his home? Yeah. And that, yeah, little (laughs) like little things where it was like it was like it was important to have the joke that he makes people take their shoes off to come into his office. That's funny, but we don't need to carry that through. Oh yeah, because like to make like a real three dimensional character. (laughs) The jokes in a Michael Bay movie are just things Michael Bay found weird or annoying while he was making this. Uh huh. I really do think if you go back and watch like Transformers two, maybe they're making fun of like gluten. Or like, cause in this one, it's so clear that like, oh, he probably went to a bunch of meetings where everyone was taking 
meditations or like saying wusha or like having candles in their office. And he was like, that's so stupid. Everyone's yeah. stupid in my movie is going to be doing that. And everyone yeah. in the audience would be like, they're so stupid. Like that's every movie he does. Like that's the joke. Yeah. Right. Because it's mean spirited. <laughs> sure. And, you know, maybe there's a reason that he does have much like, you know, Wes Anderson or Christopher Nolan or any any auteur. He has like a revolving the Coen brothers. Like he has a revolving door of, or an, you know, a, a set company of actors, I should say, that he does return to again and again. And maybe it's it's the actor's ability to get on that wavelength for the time that they're making the movie. It's like, OK, I think I, I think I know what he's trying to say. I think I know yeah. what, he's, what he's communicating. Right. This I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So like the action scenes were good. The comedy oh, yeah. stuff was all mean spirited. Um, sure. All of it. There's an extended comedic air quote comedic sequence in which they're talking about Martin Lawrence's, uh, injury on his butt. He got, Will Will Smith shot him in the butt mm-hmm. and he is talking about how bad it hurts and it sounds like they're a gay couple, and that's the joke. Everyone, and everyone yeah, everyone's can, listening every, to it. Yeah, because they're in like a Best Buy, and they're in front of the camcorder, and for some reason, the camcorder records sound and plays on all the TVs in the store, mm-hmm. and they sound like a gay couple. And to that note, I I really love that when... Uh, when Edgar Wright used this as inspiration, when, when Wright and Peg used this as inspiration, they sort of embraced that side of it and was just like, cause they like really embraced the shippers, the, yes. the, the Nicholas angel, yeah. Danny they, they, Butterman they don't, shippers. they don't make those fans feel strange or wrong for doing that. Right. Whereas this movie like presupposes that there's something wrong with you. If you want to see them emotionally connect in any way. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if we actually did this? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, the most interesting thing about, I think, I think hot fuzz's relationship to this movie or, or, or Edgar Wright's relationship to this movie is, I think, you know, he, he was able to see the movie as a product of its time and be inspired by so much of what the movie accomplishes in terms of, energy pacing visual language the po- the poetry of the action and then learn from and be like well why do they why can't they be in love with each other why is it weird for a guy to love another guy in any mm-hmm. way you know whether mm-hmm. it's romantic or, or or platonic what does it even mean and to not be scared by that and to advance the language and kind of almost, almost redeem bad boys too because when i watch bad boys too i kind of am reminded that this helped create hot fuzz Right. So as as deplorable, no pun intended, whatever, as as a lot of the movie is, it's like, oh, well, I can I almost feel validated by thinking that shot is cool because Edgar Wright thought the shot was cool and then he made hot fuzz. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, there's the I mean, that sequence, that 25 minute sequence and the 25 minute shootout that ends the movie. Um, I mean, those are those are the length of them the absurdity of them like that, that all fuels the third act of hot fuzz. Like mm-hmm. that's why we have that is because of this movie without this movie. We don't have the third act of hot fuzz. It doesn't yeah. exist. 
And, and I, I think I, I find that a very comforting way to look at art, which is I, I think we all have things that we enjoyed when we were younger that maybe are a little bit sources of a different kind of guilt, not just like this is bad, but like, oh, I'm, oh boy, you know, like I Ace Ventura or Happy Gilmore or, you know, Entourage. And I, I like thinking that there's a, there's a way to reincarnate or manifest stuff and learn from the stuff that doesn't age well, or we now know, or now see in a different way. And then right. we don't have to bury it in the sand and pretend it never happened. We can be like, oh boy, but then learn from the positive stuff of it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the one, the, um, uh, there, <laughs> there's one part that made Bethany and I really laugh really hard, which was, um, you know, the, like I was describing earlier that, that, sort of second major action action sequence that is that 25 minute long uh, uh chase scene into a shootout uh sequence that that scene a big bulk of that scene is that they're chasing down a, a, a trailer that has a bunch of cars on it and then they're letting the the person driving the car the the trailer is letting the cars go and they're becoming obstacles as they fall out of the back of the trailer uh and then Later, in another sequence, they're tailing another car, and it's full of dead bodies, and then <laughs> the dead bodies are falling out of the truck and becoming obstacles. And it says so much about Michael Bay. <laughs> I think yeah. This, this, yeah, corpse and a car, both things that aren't you know, equally the same to me. Yeah, right, which explains Transformers completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that human beings and cars are the same thing to him. Yeah, I mean there is there is there is a scene in, in Transformers three where the the the, the villain uh, compares uh, Rosie Huntington Whitley's uh, character to to a car. Oh, good. He's like describing Excellent. a car to like Shia LaBeouf, and he's like, yeah, like a like a lady, huh? like a woman. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, Michael Bay. Uh, yeah. He loves objectifying his women. That's that's mm-hmm. all he does. He objectifies them until they quit, and then and then launches cam- public campaigns to like smear their character and professionality. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, I cannot believe in this in this new world of Me Too that Michael like nothing's happened with Michael Bay. Like nothing. Yeah, you know it. it it's one of the weirdest things about watching. No, not just watching, but also learning and, 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 and participating as much as you can, you know, respectfully. Uh, you know, watching this all happen is like seeing what sticks and what doesn't. Like, yeah, why why is this person not faced the same public scrutiny that other men have, you know? Like, yeah. what sticks, what doesn't? What Why why does it matter? Well, what it, how do we react to who's telling us this information? You know, why are we predisposed to think... Megan Fox is a isn't a trustworthy source of first hand information, but Michael Bay is, or or Shia yeah. LaBeouf is, you know, yeah, and yeah. and yeah, and we were, and again, yeah, and we we can think back and be like, oh, I reacted to that this way. Was it because of, you know, the patriarchy, mm-hmm. or was it mm-hmm. <laughs> my own? Yeah, because yeah, you know, I'm sure I'm sure I made some shitty Megan Fox jokes at in the cafeteria in high school. You know, mm-hmm. she's not mm-hmm. a real actress. You know. Oh yeah, no. I mean, she was on. Um, it was. It, it was but then uh, she made Jennifer's a, Body, and Jennifer's Body ruled so fucking hard that I was like, oh, it was a late school. show appearance that sold me on her. 
as like it was a late show appearance where she was making all these like legit references to like comic books and stuff because right. she was like I'm a nerd and I remember the next day like everybody was like making fun of her like yo okay Megan Fox is a nerd whatever fake geek girl right, hashtag the gate, blah blah the blah, blah. yeah yeah and then and I was just like I mean she made references to these things how the hell would she know those things you're like well obviously her boyfriend was telling her and blah 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 and it's like oh god guys it was way too specific and she was way too confident like yeah she. Y- you she does box. just because just because she's pretty doesn't mean that she doesn't know that shit. <laughs> yeah, um, the kind of moment where you're like, wait a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I and, and, that'll be. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, and then also like another thing about Bad Boys Two, watching and I remember watching it on HBO. Like, I really liked how it's a movie with like two two black leads and like there's scenes. I remember as a kid really loving like the Fourth of July scenes where they're like at a cookout or hanging out and at a, and enjoying each other's mm-hmm. company. And I'm like, God, you don't see this in big movies a lot. And and being because like that, that was also why I loved the Fast and Furious movies was as a kid. I was like, oh, they have barbecues and like cookouts and stuff. And then go do and like oh, this this looks this this seems like a world that I I know sometimes when I visit, you know, like whatever. And mm-hmm. so like I appreciate that. And then I'm like, oh God, but it's such a gross movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, the thing that really struck me while watching it, it was like, I just, I was watching this. I was like, I cannot believe this movie came out after I graduated high school. Like, I just can't. <laughs> this feels like a movie that came straight out of like 1998. This, this, like this, this movie feels like it was dated already right. in 2003. Yeah. Cause for perspective, I mean, yeah, this was the summer of, yeah, of, of Pirates of the Caribbean and and Nemo. And yeah, it already kind of feels retro. Yeah. Um, well, came out, yeah. It came out eight years after the first movie. Yeah. This was after... And you know... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm just going to say, like, this was after Men in Black. This was after Independence Day. Like, this was post Will Smith's as ascendancy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and what's really weird about it, too, is that... Um, as much as people talk about this movie, uh, it is it was not successful in theaters. Like mm-hmm. that's the real reason why it hasn't had a. They didn't make. They never made a third one. It's, it wasn't successful. The budget was one hundred and thirty million, and it only made one hundred and thirty eight. Yeah, and it, which it's is, weird because you remember that movie being like, oh, Bad Boy Two. It was a big, big, huge blockbuster. Yeah, but no, it was not. Uh, it was not, which is very strange. I mean, granted, it made it made two hundred seventy three worldwide, but like no one cared about worldwide gross in two thousand three. Yeah, it, um, it was a different world. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was really only. Uh, it was really only uh, uh, domestic that people cared about, and when you think about like it cost 130 million and like, I remember that summer, like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing bad boys Two stuff. Oh uh, yeah. And, uh, so they spent a lot of money on marketing. They probably doubled their budget on marketing alone. Uh, so that you're talking about a budget of like two sixty, probably two two 260 million all said and done. And they'd still only made 273. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, and like it didn't it didn't really didn't do very well. I don't I don't know why they're making a third one, to be honest. And it's so strange. It, it's such a it's such a uh, a a black. It, it's such a dark movie. 
it's mm-hmm. it's so unpleasant a lot of the time that you you know it's it's not it's not Men in Black it's not Independence Day it's not even like Fast and Furious which is all have all been PG thirteen like mm-hmm. and it's so long <laughs> so like there could only probably fit so many screenings so it's a super long very R rated movie with yeah. Will Smith in it who by this point when you see Will Smith on a poster you're like oh I can take my kids to see this right. This will be like a fun PG-13 movie that will be fun for me, but also the kids can see it. Right. It's also insane that from Bad Boys to Bad Boys 2, and I know when Bad Boys came out, Will Smith wasn't a megastar. Yeah, he was the Fresh Prince though. Yeah, because it, it, he hadn't even, uh, you know, the uh, the next year was Independence Day, and the year after that was uh, Men in Black. So... Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's at that point that you could really call him a superstar. It was like post Men in Black. Um, so like Bad Boys. So I know that a, a substantial amount of the budget probably went to his paycheck, most likely. Um, but we're talking about a hundred and eleven million dollars more. The budget it was a hundred and eleven yeah. million dollars more than the first Bad Boys, which was only nineteen million. Yeah, and you know, and also it, it, we, you know, we can't not talk about Martin Lawrence, who by that point, you know, again, kind of like Will Smith was known for something else. He was he was an up and coming stand up. He was like the uh, oh, in Bad Boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Boys One, and then after in, in the time between Bad Boys One and Bad Boys Two, he only got more popular on the screen, on the television and film, and then he did Big Mama's House, which you know, love it or hate it, get was definitely in the public consciousness yeah. they, they 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 were both significantly bigger by the time bad boys 2 rolled around as was michael bay he was a brand at that point right yeah because he had done armageddon uh he had done i mean i guess i guess bad boys 2 really was like an answer to pearl harbor yeah like we're back i still i, I still got the hits you right. know my experimental yeah. album didn't work out so well but look i guess still i still got the singles yeah yeah uh yeah he did geez louise i mean this is nothing if not you know everything that he was good at doing before pearl harbor up to the you know this is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy right yeah i don't know it's uh it's uh it's a weird it's a crazy movie like it's just it's like a cartoon yeah Um, and and like cuba the last scene in cuba where they're just running rolling through village after village and house after house it's like yeah yeah, in in 03 maybe i could watch this and be like oh cool man but now i'm just like oh look at all those families and you know maybe that's on me i don't know but like that's where i was at this time watching it was like i couldn't i couldn't escape enough oh man Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, I, for the, I guess for the, for the film lesson, I guess I, I appreciated watching this from that perspective and having the context for when we cover hot fuzz, but, um, Oh boy, not, this was, this was, uh, this was rough. Um, this is, this is a rough movie. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a rough watch because it's again, like I said, it's entertaining while you're watching it, but like, it's just so mean spirited and just homophobic and sexist and just 
Man. <laughs> yeah, you know it's what? It's exhausting. It, it's exhausting. It, it, it's kind of it's a little like it's a little like going to a, a party or maybe a bar and you're meeting with a, some friends of friends and you know, you're around maybe a group. Maybe this happens to a guy where you're like around a group of guys and you're like, oh boy, these guys are saying some shit I don't agree with, but they're being nice to me. And I just, as soon as I walk out of this bar, I'm probably never going to hang out with these guys again. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to take a shower and this isn't my usual vibe, but I'm here now. I might as well make the most of it, you know? Right. Uh, Yeah. So I'm uh I okay so so you know obviously there's thinking about references and hot fuzz I mean obviously there's the spin around shot sure um, and I I think it's mostly in the way that he shoots the action and the gunfights yeah I think I think a lot of it although there is there are some things in this um in in Bad Boys Two that are are just very much not anyone but michael bay i mean there are there are moments in this that feel like a music sure. video i mean yeah like um, jumping jumping through the air holding two guns shooting in slow motion well I, no no no. i mean i mean stuff like spinning around a building at high speed oh like yes. where you're literally yeah. fast forwarding the shot around a building <laughs> but um, it, yeah but it's then, sanford yeah yeah but then and then uh and then uh well no no i'm saying those are things that are just in this movie so it's oh, not okay. just yeah, I'm saying like it's not it's the stuff there is stuff in Bad Boys 2 that is the way that it's shot or is not replicated in Hot Fuzz at all. Mm-hmm. Um and it's stuff like that, like fast forwarding a shot around a building and uh uh that those weird um there's like weird like he just ha- he chooses weird angles on certain scenes, certain sequences like mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bit where like a dude is uh, trying to get into a, a truck. It's at the beginning of that second sequence and he's trying to get into the truck and he's like shooting it from like an up angle on the ground, like up at him trying to get into the car. And it's just it's real weird. It's just a weird choice. And I don't know what he's trying to say other than he must just think it looks cool. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Stuff like that is just like very much just a Michael Bay thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of the, yeah, that singular kind of yeah, and this was what it kind of it also says a lot about where music videos were back then. I think that this is the talent that was generated because I I think music videos have also changed. Yeah, uh, and 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 it's interesting where you don't really see as many making the jump from music video filmmakers. I mean, from from film from music videos to directing like features. Well, there isn't any music videos anymore, really. Sure, like the music videos that are being made that are reaching the consciousness. You almost, when you find out who they made, it, it tends to be like visual artists, or or, or they were, uh, or they were TV directors um, mm-hmm. who went and did a music video, got a bunch of attention, and then became filmmakers after that. Like uh, like the guy who did uh, This Is America. Um, yes, he was a he was a big time TV director. Did this is America, and then like booked his first feature like a few weeks later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, you know, I can't, I don't know that I can really recommend it. Um, this yeah. movie. I mean, if you if you are curious in terms of like, you know, it is such a um, a milestone, I guess, in blockbuster cinema and action cinema. Um, and there are some really, you know, some spectacular 
sequences of, of Bayham, you know, uh, and so if that interests you and, and you think you can, yeah, but yeah, there are going to be a lot of cringy moments where you're like, oh my God, this is where we yeah. used to be slash still are slash could be, you know, uh, again, again. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, it is, it is celebrating so many things that we are now trying to grow past. And so it's, it's uncomfortable, but yeah, but you know, your mileage may vary. Maybe you can turn, turn your heart off as we said. For the record, 23% on approval on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, Um, man. I mean, Ebert gave this movie one star. Yeah. Uh, he said that there was, uh, once he was especially offended by one scene involving a teenage boy and the use of the N word, uh, in which he said, quote, the needless cruelty of this scene took me out of the movie and into the minds of its makers. What were they thinking? Have they so lost touch with human nature that they think audiences will like this scene? Mm-hmm. Uh, to which I would say, uh, yeah, I like you said, you have to turn your heart off while watching this movie because, yeah, yeah they're they're You know, uh, Michael Bay is uh, a filmmaker who is a bully. And he made a movie that was about two bullies having fun. And I just, it, it boggles my mind. Like that, that scene in particular, I was watching that scene. I was like, this movie was written by two white guys. Yes. And that is a very important uh, tenement to my, you know, earlier. And I was like, visually, I enjoy seeing Gabrielle Union and Michael and, and, and Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and like, you know, this is so great and, you know, they're, they get to enjoy, have fun and like blah, blah, blah. But what is the, who is directing this? Who is, who is, who is actually giving is how authentic is this? You know, is that even, right? yeah. Right. Yeah. No, there, there, and there are bits in this that I feel, um, I feel, I feel kind of like, uh, there's a, I don't know. There's like an Ellie, like even in those scenes, the barbecue scenes with the pool. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there's a, there's a, well, there's a racist component to that because it's comforting to who is it comforting, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, who's it comforting? And like specifically the pool thing is just like, uh, it's an above ground pool because he didn't want to spring for like a nice pool. Right. So he's got a shitty, above ground pool uh, yeah no I, uh, I yeah you, you know, know I, I you know what i'm saying i really i really hear what you mean uh the other day i was just i i had just come back from a lot of traveling and so i was back home and i was like what what's on hbo what's about to leave hbo sometimes i do that where i'm like oh this will give me a reason because it's about to leave i won't get to watch it anymore and uh, yeah it was charlie's angels full throttle also a summer 2003 release and uh yeah there's a scene where like Bernie Mac, rest in peace, is is playing like Bosley's brother, and he takes Shia LaBeouf. Wow, what a small universe we're playing in today. Uh, takes Shia LaBeouf to hide out in like I think like South Central LA, uh, and yeah, it also plays. And I had fun, like, and then the scenes were scenes of like, oh, this is fun because like these characters, these actors are fun, and they get to kind of riff a little bit, and it's funny. But then I couldn't stop thinking about this was McG. McG was directing them to. You know, it, I mean, it's like that great scene uh, in community where Shirley's getting directed by the dean. You know, uh-huh. uh huh. And it's yeah, and yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, no, it's just it's weird that like I I hate that Quentin Tarantino writes the n word into his stuff. Yeah, 
And, no, me too. And it's the same thing here where it's just like you wrote a scene where like uh, when where one black dude call, calls this, you know, 15 year old kid the N word just to like bully him. Like just to get a yeah. reaction out of him. Yeah, because he's dating he's dating Martin Lawrence's daughter, and you know it is the man's job to. <laughs> you know. Martin Lawrence's Martin Lawrence's daughter, who we know nothing about. She yeah, never. She had. I don't even think she has a line of dialogue in the movie. Like no. she, she's a non-character. No. It's one of those movies where the kids always move in a flock. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, super yeah, problematic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Just in general. And, yeah. uh, and hey, if, if everything that we're saying <laughs> sounds fun to you, you know, it. this movie exists. It's out there. It's out there waiting for you. Yeah. Sure is. Uh, Richard uh, Roper named Bad Boys 2 the worst film of 2003. Uh, Worse than League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Another reviewer gave it half a star out of four, saying that Bad Boys 2 isn't just bad. It's a catastrophic violation of every aspect of cinema that I, as a film critic, hold dear. Yeah, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a letter of resignation, almost. Yeah, it does. I can no this longer, movie, in good conscience... Bad Boys 2 exists. I can no longer be a film critic. It's like a priest. Uh, it's like... Un, un, it's just bullshit. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and it is. So, anyway... Uh, bad yeah. boys too. Bad boys too. We we ride what? together. We ride. We ride. We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. Yeah. Um. So I, next I can get time. Get behind that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh. So next time. What's uh? I don't. I don't know what our next hiatus special is going to be. Do you guys have suggestions? I I Let would love know. to hear. I would love to hear some suggestions <clears throat> from the listeners. Yeah. Give us some suggestions, and we'll we'll pick something and. Uh, make an announcement shortly before we put it out. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll do a poll. Do. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe a poll or just, or I'll just read, I'll just read uh, suggestions and whichever one I think sounds the best. Maybe yeah. we'll do that one. Like, like um, the Wicker Man we've talked about. Uh, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of, uh, I don't know, anything that is referenced in Hot Fuzz uh, that you would like us to talk about. Um, we could uh, watch that movie. So let us know what you think and we'll be back uh sometime in august with another one of these bye guys bye